Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I am your host, Kirk Pinchon. I am your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers nor solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. Lindsay is back. I'm back. How was life without me? Horrible. How was life without me? It was great. I had a great (laughs) vacation. (laughs) No, I will say I feel really bad when I came home from my trip, which we got back like late on Thursday. Kirk was like, I have something for you. Like if you want to come by, I have something for you. And I was just like so swamped with like catching up with your work that you give me and work work yep. that I have. And I just like, I knew I couldn't do it for the first like day or two. And then I completely forgot about it. And then I woke up like two days ago and I was like, Oh my God, there was homemade sourdough that yes. Kirk was trying to give me. And I totally dropped the ball. Yes. Understandable. Uh, the previous episode, Carlos came over Carlos from the Peruvian episode, my good friend, and we made sourdough bread. So and cute. It was adorable. It's totes adorb. Torts. Uh, sourdough bread making torts adorbs. <laughs> torts. Sourdough uh. bread is such a pain in the fucking ass to make. Is it really? Uh, like we've done a bread episode where I made bread for you and that was just like wheat bread. It's so easy doing that. Yeah. Sourdough takes forever and there's like math involved and measurements and, uh, he full disclosure. He he made a previous one, so he, he so otherwise it takes eight hours. So he made one. Oh my god! He made dough for one, and then he made one in case the one that we, he made the dough for was screwed up. So I had two loaves. Oh my god! Of uh, sourdough bread with herbs de Provence. Ah, oh, that sounds so good. I'm not pressuring you. There's a half a loaf left if you want. If you're around, that's something that like Bradley would eat. Like I'm. Trying to trying to stay off the carbs these days, okay. but like his favorite bread is sourdough, so it's like, oh, I should really go get that for him. But I just like you just live so far from me right now. But not in your heart. No, but just technically. Le- I mean, in LA, miles, miles wise, the miles are far, and then traffic makes it even farther. Yeah, it should be closer. We're both kind of north. Yeah, it the should. It's just. Actually, Burbank is really far from me for some weird reason, and I don't understand it. Well, you just have to be with Bradley all the time. I know. Trying to, like, do the deal. You know what I mean? (laughs) Don't want to know what that means. But I do have a vacation talk question. Yes. Because you're on vacation. Um, Name the two best things you ate. Okay. Did you eat that cake like we talked about? Uh, God damn it. No, no, no. Listen. Cake was bought. Okay. Carrot cake was bought. That's the choice. That's a great choice for that place. We're talking about the Madonna Inn, people, which is in... uh, San Luis Obispo. San Luis Obispo, Morro Bay area. We've been there many times. Lindsay was around that area. She went to Madonna Inn, which is a crazy batshit hotel with weird decor. It's awesome. It's crazy. And they're known for cake. They're known for their different rooms. Yes. And we stayed in two different rooms, two different nights, two different rooms. Okay. So that was fun to like hop from one crazy room to another crazy room. So here's what happened. We had dinner. We went to dinner there. And the dinner's like gluttonous. Yes, it's huge. It's Ridiculous. I got like a crazy like 20 ounce ribeye and ate like five ounces and wanted to die. (laughs) We ordered a carrot cake to go, a piece, which is about the size of seven pieces of cake. Did you, wait, I'm sorry, you ordered two? We ordered a piece of carrot cake. Yeah, which serves like three. To go, because we're like, we're rubbing our bellies, like need to roll us home after this meal. Bradley ate it in the middle of the night, and then we checked out, and I never got to it. Wow. And you're still with him. 
He didn't eat the whole thing. He oh, ate okay. like a, he's like, this thing is like ginormous. Yeah. I just like, he ate it in the middle of the night while I was sleeping, like had a piece of it and I forgot about it and I never had it. I'm so disappointed. I was so full. Like, I can't even tell you how much we ate on this trip. Yeah. That's what vacations are for. Yeah. Vacations are for eating. But best meal, we always on our way up there, we go and we stop at um, the pier, the, the Santa Barbara Pier. And we go to yeah. the end, end of the pier. I think it's Santa Barbara Seafood Company or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know where that is. And they were out of crabs, which we were really upset about because that's kind of their their best thing. Yeah. But we had crab cakes and we had... Um, like a crab salad. So we got, uh, we got our, and we had clam chowder and it was very good. Nice. No oysters? No, we didn't do oysters, which I love oysters, but that was like enough food to like get us going. Okay. All right. I mean, I feel like if I was there, I would have kind of guided you in a better food direction. It was limited. It was, li- it was one of those things where you go up to the counter and you order and they're like, we're out of that, we're out of that, we're out of that. So it, it turned into like a, what do you got? Okay, we'll get what, you, what right. you've got. But mm-hmm. it turned out good. Yeah, it was great. It's always great there. Yeah, it's a great area. So aside from you not doing the one thing I asked you to do, which is try the cake, you had a wonderful time. We did. We had a really good time. And then when we got home, so it was Bradley's birthday and his dad's birthday. And when we got home, we did like a birthday dinner with his family. And we went to a terrible, terrible Terrible overrated French restaurant. Ooh. Oh, it was so bad. And the best thing that we ate all night were the mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Victory. I have been redeemed. Everything was so bad that that's what we clung to. Why were there mozzarella sticks at a French restaurant? I have no, they were, you know, like cheese croquets, but they were not. They were oh, mozzarella. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were Croquettes mozzarella. Yes. They were cheese sticks. Wow. Was there marinara with them? Yes. On the side. That's so weird for a French restaurant. Some sort of a red sauce. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's like a really famous spot. It's that. Figaro Bistro. I know exactly. I've never eaten there, but I know exactly. Ah, it was so overrated. The service was so horrible. It was so bad. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. I still can't process mozzarella sticks at a French food place. It was so weird. Wow. They were well, out of muscles. Out of muscles. Un. Inexcusable. Inexcusable for that's a French the place only thing muscles. I wanted to eat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You you had a tough seafood beat this time. Tough seafood beat. But I feel like there's like shortages right now in everything. Yes. And, there are know? a lot of shortages everywhere. Mm-hmm. But you know what you weren't lacking? Love. There's a lot of love. There's a lot of love. There I mean, you, we kind of had to. We were off the grid. There was no like Wi-Fi or anything. So we yeah. kind of had to get along because what are you going to do? Just like fight all day? I mean, you have no distractions. Like you have to kind of lean into the love. Lean into the love. The new self-help book from Lindsay Gentile. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad you're back. Me too. We're into it. Let's start off with some uh, listener email. Great. We got a quickie from Danny who's emailed us before. It's a hot take uh, directed right into your pie hole. Uh Uh-oh. So I'm going to not comment, but just give information. Don't shoot the messenger. Okay. Could you please ask Lindsay to stop calling fruit dessert? Fruit is not a dessert. That's just depressing and sad. Okay. Okay as in I'm not gonna I'm not going to engage, or okay as I'm not I'm going to stop calling fruit a dessert. Danny is lucky that they don't have to live a life where they worry about um, their body image. <laughs> and for all the people out there that are trying to be fit and healthy, they are often eating fruit as dessert. And we try not to see it as sad. We try to see it as a healthy way of living. And we don't knock people who eat dessert as dessert. So why are you knocking fruit as dessert? That was succinctly put. Delicately put, 
And the most mature I've ever seen you. I would love to eat carrot cake every night, but oh, like fuck yeah. I can't do that. I'm paid to like look a certain way. And so I can't do that, unfortunately. So I have to eat fruit. And yeah, it may be sad sometimes when everyone's eating a cupcake, but it works in the moment. Well, as we know, cupcakes suck. So you're in the right for that one. I like a cupcake. Waste. It's a waste. But if you have a question or comment, send it to us at Food Fight the Podcast. What is our Gmail? I don't know. What is it? Wait, you haven't done this in a while. What's our what's our Gmail? What's our what's our email account? If you have a question or comment, send it to us at I wish I could eat more dessert at gmail.com. Oh my god, why didn't we come up with that? That's my fault. That's a great <laughs> Gmail. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. No, send it to us at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com. We'll read it on the air. Or if you want to holler at Lindsay, you can reach out to her at Lindsay Gentile on Instagram. Nice. Now, food poll time. Mm. I threw down not one, not two, but three different food polls while you were gone. Whoa. Overcompensating, overcompensating. Yes. Yes. Overcompensating, missing you. Don't know how to deal with myself, so I overcome. I saw one of them. What else? Well, we start with, remember nine months ago when you and I did our soup show? It feels like nine months ago. It was was just a couple weeks ago. I did a soup poll. So a while back we did a soup poll, and I said, what's better, soup versus stew? Stew wins 58% to 42%. Agreed. Agreed. Definitely happy about that. Then, uh, for the hell of it, I was in Trader Joe's getting my groceries, and I'm in the refrigerated section, and I see pumpkin spice hummus. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. And I lost my shit. Yeah, it's gross. I voted no on that. I voted no as well. I literally got out my phone, took a picture, and was like, this is wrong. So I said, pumpkin spice hummus, is it a crime or is it fine? Crime wins- 73% 73% to 27%, which begs the question, who the fuck out of that 27% It's like, that's fine. I'm good with it. I'd like to know what's in that. Well, it's going to be, I'm going to guess, a base. It's a hummus base, but it's flavored with pumpkin spice. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's what it has to be. So it is hummus. It's chickpeas ground up. I Probably not garlic. But they've they've added pumpkin spice to it. No, I'm good. Yeah, that's that's, ri- that's foul. That is foul. I don't know why 27 percent of our uh, uh, Instagram people are like, yeah, I'm good with it. We're, but to each his own. And then finally, I did a bread poll. I uh, saw that one too. That actually. one was uh, Carlos's sourdough bread, and then my wheat bread that I made earlier this year. And I said, which looks tastier? And uh, Carlos won. I knew we would. It looked prettier. Okay. What what looked tastier to you? Oh, Carlos's. Yeah. It looks like really good. You can't say any good thing about mine. You've eaten mine. I know, but it looked. It looked better. Better. It looked better. Uh, both were unfiltered too. No filters on either one. And Carlos's looked great. 72% said Carlos's bread looked better than mine. It did. It did. But I expected that. For a while, it was like 69-31. And I was like, hey, look at me. Look at me. And then it got to 28. I was like, yeah, I suck. That's hilarious. So those were our food polls. You can look out for our food polls every Tuesday morning on our yummy Instagram page. Okay. You're back. We're here. Let's get into a main discussion. Um, you don't remember this, but about a month ago, I said we're doing a Filipino episode. And you said, yeah, sure, great idea. And then one of our listeners, Marjorie, was like, hey, you guys should do a Filipino episode. And you're like, that's a good idea. And I was like, yeah, we decided to do that. And you said, oh, I don't listen to you. And I felt sad all over again. <laughs> so we're doing Filipino food. Great. Which to me is like the most underrated and also least available Asian cuisine. It's really hard to find. There's pockets. It's always like, okay, here's a pocket here. Here's a pocket there. Yeah. It's really 
like we'll do the uh, uh, how's it taste. And like we had to go find some stuff and we did. But you really it's not just like, hey, let's go pick up some Filipino food. You're like, OK, now let's Google it. Where are we going? Let's take a look. There's no like it's very hard to find like your corner favorite Filipino place. Not only that, but I feel like the hours are so weird that the places that I did want to legitimately try were like closed on Mondays and Tuesdays and only open on Wednesday through Friday. Like they had like weird limited hours even. Oh, maybe. I'm wondering awful. I'd also imagine a lot of them are like kind of like mom and pop places. Yep. And so some were closed really early because they were like a market and a Filipino restaurant, you know? So it was hard to find something that was like, it wasn't like getting Chinese takeout or like Thai food. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just, you go, okay, I can go wherever I need to go. I can find it anywhere. You got to do a little digging with Filipino and I enjoy Filipino food, but it feels like Reading websites and stuff, they're all like, oh, Filipino food's going to be the next big thing. And you're like, yeah, that's been like the case for like 10 years. Yeah. Or it's always the next best thing because people like it, but it never becomes the real next big thing. It's always still kind of underground. The boyfriend told me, I wish she was here because I was like, I'm going to make you talk in the podcast, but I think wow. he, I think he's hiding. Okay. Um, but he, he told me because he went with me last night to get mine. Um He's like, it's really hard. He was dating a girl for a really long time. Who's, she was Filipino. Her family was Filipino. So when they would come to town, they would like look for good Filipino food. And he said that it was like always bad, that there was like a few places that they found that were like legit, mm-hmm. but it was like a lot of trial and error and really hard to find. Which is interesting because we're freaking LA. I know. We live in LA and there's a there's a historic Filipino town. I know. And but there's like, St. Gabriel Valley, which has a lot of Filipino, but it's just it is very, very very hard to find. Yes. I have found for my my take on Filipino food is there's times where I'm like, I need Filipino food. I'm craving it. I gotta have it. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna put in the work to get some Filipino food. I eat it. I'm like, that was great. I don't need to have it again for a while. Well, I don't know. I can't say this for all Filipino food, but what I've had is very like fried or Mm. sweet, like a lot of sugary sauces. So it just feels like a lot of food when you eat it. It's not light. No, it's not. It's very filling. Yeah. uh, And so I think that's part of it is like, I'll crave it. I'd be like, we got to let's, let's just go find a place. Then we'll find it and we'll find some good places. And you're like, yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'm good for, I'm good for like a month or two. I don't really need it. for Yeah. Or as opposed to like, maybe say Thai food. You're like, well, I'll see you next week. Right. I don't know if I've ever been like, I'm craving Filipino food. And that's just because I'm not versed well enough in it to want it. I am. Definitely not well versed in it, but it's one of those things where like I know the hits and so I play the hits right? and I can't dive any deeper because I just am, am too dumb. But speaking of dumb, let's get into a little facts. So this is what I learned um, and this will kind of explain a lot. I didn't know this because I'm dumb. The Philippines is a country with over 7,000 islands. I did know that from my other podcast, Fuck You, I'm Smarter. Did you ask that question or were you asked that question? There was something where we were talking about the islands of the Philippines. Maybe one of our guests was Filipino. I'm not sure. Okay. But we got into that. Look at you. Uh, The food has been shaped by Chinese, Malaysian, Spanish, Indian, and Western influences. In addition, each region and island has adopted their own unique cooking style. So it's kind of like this crazy mashup Mm -hmm. of foods. And what's weird too, and I'll get into this a little later too, it's a mashup already, but then if you like mash it up with other cuisines, it's really good. Like you can do a different cuisine on mixed with Filipino and it just kind of fits in. Right. You're not like, wait, why are those two cuisines matched up? That's weird. They actually match up really well. Most of the time that I've had Filipino food, it's been like in a fusion with another yes. kind of, yeah. Yes. And it always works though. You're never like, wait, why is there Filipino food? No. So you're like, no, this mm-hmm. totally works. 
the two distinct taste profiles that we immediately notice in the food in the Philippines are sugary sweet and vinegary sour. Yes. Wholeheartedly agree. That's the like major profile. And I think that combination, that's why sometimes I'm like, oh, I really want that flavor profile. And there are other times I'm like, I, I, I don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of dairy, lots of pork, which I'm here for. Um, have you ever seen or been to Jollibee? No, but Bradley's like, whatever you do, don't get your food from there. <laughs> That's so funny. Because uh, we didn't get our food from Jollibee, but uh, we were right by there and we'll talk about it later. Jollibee is the most popular fast food chain in the Philippines. It has 900 stores in the Philippines. And it's so popular that McDonald's can't even compete. It's still like second place McDonald's. But is it like their McDonald's or is it supposed to be good? <laughs> um, it's supposed to be their fast food place. So it's like their McDonald's. Yeah, it's like their McDonald's. Okay. But it's just interesting that, you know, McDonald's takes over the world, but yet they can't they can't right. win in the Philippines. I guess I thought it was us trying to make Filipino food was the Jollibee, but now oh, really? I would now I would be interested in trying it knowing that it's the McDonald's for them of yes, Filipino food. That's what it is. And they're known for their fried chicken. Interesting. Okay, and I, I, don't, I don't eat fried chicken because it gives me a tummy ache. Oh. I know. I can't oh. eat it. Drives my family crazy. Yeah. I hate it. kind of uh, sad. <laughs> it is. I like fried chicken. I like the taste. I just won't eat it. But they're known for their fried chicken, their Jollibee spaghetti, which we'll get into that spaghetti because it's interesting. And for dessert, they're, I, these are like world famous. They're peach mango pie. Interesting. But it's like a fried, like, you know, remember McDonald's has those fried pies? That's what it is. That's interesting because the place I wound up getting stuff from had a peach or no, had a mango rice like lumpia. Oh, ooh, I would eat that. That would be good. Um, we tried to when we picked up our food and came with me because she's like, I'm getting two peach mango pies. She's like, so I'm just going to go to Jalibi, uh, Jalibi, Jollibee and get it while we get the other stuff. And she went there and they were sold out. And she lost her mind. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And the only other places that I know about Filipino food, because again, listen, as I've said before, I grew up in Cleveland in the 80s. There was no Filipino food to be eaten. No. Um, so, and I know there's some in Chicago, but I never really ate it in Chicago. So it wasn't until LA. Yeah. I'm sure there wasn't any in Florida. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So it is, it's kind of just kind of hard to find, but the three places that I know of, uh, let me see if you know of them. One is Max's in Glendale. I saw that on the list, but I've never been there. It's a big giant. It's kind of like the place that everyone goes to for like a big family thing and stuff. It's, it's good. You know, I can't really see if it's great or anything, but they uh, they have like a huge menu. Um, the second one that I've been to, it's kind of a fusion. It's called Big Boy, which is in um, West LA, which is in uh, Sawtell, little Osaka. So actually in this, uh, you know, Japanese uh, town area in LA, there'll be, there's one Filipino place called Big oh, Boy. It's kind of a hipster place, but it's good. Yeah. And then the place that I fell in love with, it's not a place, it's a food truck. It's called White Rabbit. Yes, I've heard of White Rabbit. I don't know if I've ever, is there tacos at White Rabbit? Yes, that's why White Rabbit's so good is they just went, we're a food truck, fuck it. We're going to do tacos and burritos, but with Filipino flavors yeah. and cuisine. And it's great. Yeah, that sounds really good. I don't think I've ever actually had it, but there was a White Rabbit in New York as well. Oh, I wonder if it's a chain or if they have a couple of them. Because there's a, I thought there was a brick and mortar way, way in the valley because we went there a couple of years ago. And I don't know if it's there anymore. They might just have stuck with the food truck. But you can get like a chicken adobo burrito with, mm. the, with the Filipino rice. And there was one day uh, I just completed my physical at the doctor and I walked out and there was a, uh, 
the white rabbit. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going right to it right after my physical. And I got a giant big ass burrito. Good. Good for you. I was really proud of myself. I'm proud um, of you. Aw, Linz, thanks. Yeah, I guess it is like a food truck thing. Like, I guess I see it more on food trucks than I do actual like restaurant rows or. Yeah, I think know? so too. Yeah. And I've never seen, heard or been to a high end Filipino food place. Me neither. I think Joe Coy was like started a restaurant because of that. Oh, the comedian Joe? Really? He has a restaurant, I think, like maybe in Vegas because he is Filipino. And I think he did that because like there are no good high end Filipino uh, restaurants. Yeah, I think most of them, you know, are the especially the really good ones are just kind of the corner hole in the walls. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I've never seen one. So let's get into some of the foods. Um, Maybe you've had some of these. Maybe you haven't. I've had most of these. These are going to be the hits, basically. So I think anyone who's really into Filipino food is going to be like, hada, but what do you want from me? You know, I'm doing the best I can. I probably haven't had them. Well, have you had the garlic rice? That's to me the best thing about it. No, I don't think so. No, you don't think that's the best? No, you don't think you've had it? No, I don't think I've had it. Okay, that's fine. It's basically just like, it's just a steamed white rice that's really garlicky. That sounds amazing. really fucking good. And it's like... It's the thing where it's always this. It's always a side dish. It's always yeah. really good. Yeah, I'm here for it. Chicken adobo. I brought it up. You've had to have had that. I don't think I have. <laughs> this is gonna be a good episode. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, I'm just. Adobo. I'm not gonna like. I saw that on the menu last night. I'm like, I'm not gonna order chicken. Why? Because there's so much delicious meat to be had. Like, I'm not gonna get chicken. Okay, yes, yes, but. What is the chicken adobo? Chicken adobo is one of the most popular Filipino dishes and is considered unofficially by many as the national dish. You're going to skip out on the national dish? Yeah, I'm okay with that. You're fine. It's it's basically uh, braised chicken legs, thigh or drumstick. Sometimes it's just cut up chicken. And a sauce made of vinegar, soy sauce, garlic, and pepper. It's tangy, salty, garlicky, slightly spite. Wait, slightly sweet and spicy. This that is, sounds, these are all things that you are. It sounds delicious. I think I'd rather have it off a bone than on a bone. That's fair. They do that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if that would be my choice. The unofficial national dish of the Philippines might not be your first choice. If I was in the Philippines and someone was like, you got to try this, I would totally get it. Okay. I mean, tangy, salty, garlicky, slightly sweet and spicy. Those are all things to describe Lindsay Gentile. Yeah, but I'd rather have that with like shrimp. Like shrimp, what? shrimp adobo, whatever. There are different adobos. Yeah, I yeah. There are different adobos because adobo is the flavor. But no, I would go with, uh, I would go with chicken. All right. Um, pork sizzig. Never had it. Sizzling vinegar pork is the other name for it. Can I entice you with my description? Yeah, you're going to have to tell me all of these things because I've only had a few Filipino things. That's fine. We're here to learn. We're here to grow. Um, as we've said before, we're not experts. No, I'm certainly not an expert. No. We're barely functional human beings. When I asked Bradley if he wanted to talk about his experience, he's like, who wants to hear from me? I'm like, Bradley, I've had Filipino food like three times in my whole life. Who wants to hear from me? (laughs) At least you've had it numerous times. You would like pork zigzag. It's good. It's uh, marinated pork cheeks. So it's it's marinated in in kind of this like vinegary uh, flavor. And then it's broiled. And that's just cut into ser- small pieces and served on a sizzling plate. Interesting. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Like, I'm no, gonna be honest. I don't think I would order that either. I think I'd have a bite and think it was delicious, right. but I don't think that's what I would order. My goal for this episode is for you to go now. That I would order. There's gonna be things for sure. Right. Those two things though are not the things. Okay, I'm gonna save the one I think is. The one you're going to order. Okay. 
I'm going to say I really, really, I'm really confident about this. Let's go to one that we've had because we had it together. Uh, 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 Limpia. Yes. Have you now? Have you? Do you remember the name of the place that we got that from? No, because uh, Anne got it, and we were doing other things. That was so good. And I've had lumpia like with seafood. I've had lumpia with pork or chicken, veggies. I've had it multiple different ways with multiple different dipping things. Mm -hmm. And it's always delicious. Yes, it is a deep fried roll filled with minced meat and vegetables served with a sweet and sour dipping sauce. I'm going to give my hot take right now. Uh, Better than a Chinese egg roll. Yeah, and they're smaller, so they're not so, like, the bite is just nicer. Sometimes with an egg roll, it's, like, too much fibrous vegetables, and it's, like, too messy. The lumpia is nice because it's thinner. It looks like a little, like, taquito. Yes. Um, So it's, like, thinner, easier to eat, and then you could have more than one of them and not feel bad about it. I agree. They're not as huge as the giant Chinese egg roll. Uh, but yeah, lumpia, I say is better than an egg roll. You know what I heard? And I think it's Anne that told me this, um, Chinese egg rolls to put it all together, uh, with the, uh, the shell, they use peanut butter. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's, it's not like in it, it's mixed in to help it give it that kind of, wow. put it all together. Yeah. That's delicious. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. I'm saving that one. I want us to know if you've had, this is the one I maybe have had, but I would eat the shit out of this. This is my number one. Uh, if I could eat this, a crispy pata. What is that? It's a, a dish that takes the entire pig leg and deep fries it and then serves it with soy vinegar dipping sauce on the side with some chopped up garlic and chili. Why are you making that face? Because it's the leg? Yeah, I, I'm i not, I don't want to see the leg. What if we chopped it off the leg? I'm sorry, I just, I don't, I'm not okay, like a no. huge pork person. That's fine. But again, I've to me, the soy vinegar dipping sauce with the yeah, chocolate garlic and Yeah, it sounds like you. it would be great. I just don't think it's like I would order, I, I would let someone else have that and enjoy that. Okay. Let's say this then, even though you don't really care about pork, would you do instead of the crispy pata, can I interest you in a pork tacchino? What is that? That is thinly sliced pork shoulder. And this is cured in soy, salt, sugar, and garlic. Yeah. I'm more likely to eat that. Okay. All right. All right then. A little sliced situation. Slightly a little bit of just cured pork with a little soy, salt, sugar, and garlic. Yeah. Pork tacchino, like over like garlic rice is insanely good. It's mm. just chopped up pieces and it's put on a bed of like steaming garlic rice. That's like one of the best things ever. It's really comforting. Mm, sounds great. I think you'd like that. All right. I think you'd get this, but I don't think you'd really care that much. But it's kind of the thing that's like always on the side it's like, again, like how garlic rice is the thing. Uh, pancit noodles, which is glass noodles with sauteed vegetables. That sounds great. I That sounds, I would like to try the Filipino version of that. Yeah, it's really good. Like there's many Asian cultures have that similar thing. Pancit noodles are good. I uh, uh, They're a really good um, accompaniment to an entire peg leg, maybe. Mm. Okay. One time when I was dating the chef, Mm -hmm. he, he worked like a party where he was like slicing prosciutto, which I guess is the pig leg. Yes. And he came home with an entire pig leg that was like maybe three feet long, two and a half feet long. Fucking great. I had to take everything out of my fridge and he like put it in the fridge and I'm like, what are we going to do with that? Eat some pork leg for days. Like I love prosciutto, but I don't want to know where it came from. I understand. You don't. uh, There are a lot of people that like that. I understand. I don't mind seeing where it's from. I don't mind eating stuff off the bone or things like that. But I can understand why. It's there's reasons why Mm -hmm. Um, it can get weird. I'm going to give you another pork one. 
I think we ate this at the food fest at Smorgasburg. Uh, hmm. I'm going to butcher this. Longencina? No, wait, nope. That's that's like John Cena. Yeah, Longencina. Wait, no, I'm still saying it wrong. Longanisa. 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 Ha- Longanisa. Not John Cena. House made <laughs> pork sausage links known for its distinctly sweet taste. I feel like we ate that. Did we eat that at the... I don't know if that's the same thing, but Kelly brought something similar. She brought some sort of a sausage, but it's a Thai. It was a Thai oh, place. Oh, for a from, potluck. Yeah, from Same Same. But that's okay. a Thai place, but I don't know. I don't know if it was okay. similar. Now, you ate and enjoyed the Thai one. Would you eat and enjoy the I like I like sausage. Like, I you can like do sausage. that. Mm-hmm. So I can do that. You like pork, but not... In all circumstances. I like meat, but not in all circumstances. That makes sense. Okay. I understand. All right. I'm going to give you the one that I think you would eat. Hmm. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you why. It's a breakfast dish. Mm-hmm. But it's a savory breakfast dish. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a... Silog. Silog. It's either Silog or Silog. S-I-L-O-G. It's a Filipino breakfast. It's a hearty Filipino breakfast dish consisting of uh, meat, cut mm-hmm. up meat, garlic fried rice, and an egg on top. That sounds great. Can I eat that at like 11 a.m.? You can because you're goddamn Lindsay Gentile and you rule the planet. Because that sounds amazing, but I don't know if I want to eat that at 8 a.m. Okay. I can understand that. I would eat that. I would eat that for dinner, man. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. I've never had this, but looking at it, I'm like, why wouldn't I eat this? It's meat, garlic, fried rice, and an egg, man. That sounds amazing. That sounds great. Now, can I set a a mood again? Sure. Okay. Sunday brunch. Mm Mm-hmm. Kelly's with you. Mm-hmm. Bradley's with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. Mm-hmm. You got your Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. It's flawless. Mm-hmm. And the special is Salog. Do you get it? It just depends on what else is on the menu. It's but the special. I don't always go for the special. What? What do I have to do to put you into this silog? I said for I would breakfast. eat it. For I breakfast. S- uh, well, brunch is 11 a.m. I would eat yeah. it for brunch. Okay. That's what I asked you, and you were giving me some caveats. No, I just said I wouldn't eat it at like 8 a.m. Okay. So at brunch, you would eat silog? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. Well, you were giving me the like, I don't know what else is on the menu. No, I don't. if there's something that I like better on the menu, I'm not going to get it. No, I understand that. But what about the terms of like, hey, I'm going to try something new. Sure. That sounds great. Okay. So I feel like I won. Okay. If you need that. Yes. I need that. Uh, What did I win? I don't know. I have no, I don't think you really won anything, but whatever makes you happy. No, no, no. I definitively won something. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But the feeling is that I won something. You know what I mean? Like I like bacon. I like sausage in the morning but i never i I understand a steak and egg situation but it feels like then i would need a nap aren't you going to need a nap after every brunch with the food and the and the bloody i'm saying breakfast oh breakfast style okay how people can eat that early in the day like i'm always really impressed because i need like a light yeah i can't i need a light breakfast situation yeah I cannot. I cannot and will not. It's just, it's just. No, my stomach's all weird. I can't like, I'm like, do I need to poop again? Like what is happening? (laughs) I like that. That's the concern too. Wait a minute. Hang on. Do I need to poop again? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's a big concern for you. I understand. Yeah. Especially if you're not like, you're far from home. You're like, where, where, where are we going here, guys? I need to prep. I need a, I need a poop plan yeah. if I'm going to eat this. I understand. I understand. All right. A couple more things before we get into some tastings. I put this under all the things that we've uh, mentioned so far, I would eat the shit out of. 
I've eaten before. I'm, I really want to try this Filipino breakfast dish, the silog. These two things, almost these two, four things, I'm just labeled as no thank you. Okay. Give them to me. Okay. This is like one of the most popular things and is also at uh, Jollibee. It's one of their side dishes. Filipino styled spaghetti. I saw that and I've heard of that before. Can you tell me what it what that is? They're very they're variations on it, but basically it's spaghetti smothered with a lightly sweetened tomato sauce, ground beef and ground beef. Sometimes you put hot dogs or shredded cheese in it as well. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, lightly sweetened. No, it's just really sweet tomato yeah. sauce. If it wasn't sweetened, I think I'd be down. It's it's rough. Like, especially I tried it and I just wasn't paying attention or didn't see it. And I was like, yeah, I got the spaghetti, sure. And I was like, why is it so fucking sweet? And your eyes and your brain can't process what right. your mouth just tasted. And especially if it's like a fast food version of it, it's probably got like literal sugar in it. Yes, exactly. You know? Exactly. But it's it's really, it's really hard to process. And similarly... There's the Filipino uh, banana ketchup. Uh. It's, it's again, hard to process. What do you do with the banana ketchup? It's uh, the Filipino fruit ketchup condiment made from banana, sugar, vinegar, and spices. <laughs> As Lizzie rubs her eyes. What do you put on it? What do you put it on? Traditionally, banana ketchup is used as a condiment on Filipino beef omelets and garlic fried rice. No. I, no. I agree. No. no. Um, especially because the garlic fried rice... The Filipino garlic fried rice is so good. I'm like, I'm not going to put any yeah. sort of condiment on it. The cheese, the cheese stands alone. The cheese stands alone. Banana ketchup I experienced at that place, Max's Ugh. in Glendale, where- Was it homemade? No, there's like a national brand uh. that they brought in from the Philippines. I can't uh. remember the name of it. It's a national brand. And we were there with Theo, and Theo must have been like two. Like, literally didn't even exist at this point. And- he was like ketchup and he grabbed it because he thought it was ketchup and we didn't notice. And he put it on his fries. And to this day, he's scarred. Yeah, it's gross. He's just like, I can't believe that banana ketchup exists. It's Ugh. it's an acquired taste is what we'll say. Whereas some of these, a lot of the things, particularly if you really like pork, the the flavors of Filipino food aren't, aren't particularly crazy. Mm-hmm. They're just a lot. Um, okay. Two more things. These are called and desserts because Anne loves the shit out of these desserts. And these mm-hmm. are the two most popular ones. Um, have you had Halo Halo? Tell me what it is. Halo Halo is a Filipino dessert made with mixed fruit, boiled sweet white beans, milk, shaved ice, purple yam, uh, uh, creme caramel, and ice cream. No, but that's so weird and sounds so weird that I would like want to try that. Have you, it's, have you ever seen it? It's first of all, it's giant. It's a huge, it's like a well, it has like a dessert. million things in it. It has a million things. It's incredibly pretty and incredibly uh, colorful. Mm. And like, it's one of those things where if you like hollow, hollow, like, like Anne, and it, she, she just freaks out. If there's a hollow, place, she's like, I'm getting it. Whether she's like starving or full right. of ice, like I'm getting it. This is right. My wow. No, I never had it, but now I feel like I need to. I don't think there's anything in here you won't like. Let's go over it again. You like all of these things. Mixed fruit? Yes. Yeah, but I don't know if I like mixed fruit with beans, with caramel. With I mean, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. But you put them all together and you might get something special. Listen, I think I think you need a, a, a Kelly for this because it's so right. Huge. You have to share it. You have to share. You have to share. Uh, the last one is uh, buco pandan. What is that? This this is not bad. Uh, buco pandan is a Filipino cold dessert made of jelly cubes, young coconut, and sweetened cream sweetened with pandan. Uh, <laughs> It just sounds so sweet. 
Pandan is a tropical plant in the Pandanus genus, which is commonly known as Pandan. It has fragrant leaves, which are used widely for flavoring in the cuisines of Southeast Asia and South Asia. Um, you can also put in tapioca pearls like boba on top of this. So it's jelly cubes, young coconut, sweetened cream with the pandan and boba. I like all the things except for jelly cubes. Like, what does that even mean? Jelly cubes are Anne's jam. Jelly cubes are exactly what they are. They're just jellied cubes. Uh, it's not the dessert for me. I would, I would try it, but I think I would want a couple of bites and then be like, I'm good. Yes. And it's funny because it's, I'm always fascinated by people's takes on sweet because Anne will eat the shit out of that where I'm like, that's way too sweet for me. Yeah. I'll eat, you know, a fucking cookie that's got, you know, peanut butter and chocolate and this and that. And she's like, well, that's way too sweet. Yeah. I'm always fascinated by that. Like what your sweet level is and how different it is. And because to me, Buco Buco Pandana, I'm like, no, way too sweet. It's like an overload where she would be like, a Boston cream pie? No, thank you. Yeah, it's interesting. Our taste buds are so different. Yes, they really would. All right, do you want to eat something? Yes, I do need to heat mine up, though. Okay, well, great, because now it's time for How's It Taste? How's It Taste? This is part of the show where we surprise each other with the food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is all about Filipino food, that's what we'll be tasting. So you need to heat yours up. Yeah, it'll take me two two seconds. Two seconds. Well, let me go grab mine, and I'll talk about mine while you heat yours. Great. Here we go. Getting the Filipino food. Oh, let's I've got mine. And Lindsay is heating hers up. And while Lindsay heats her up, hers up, let me take this time to just say, why the fuck would you not eat the carrot cake on vacation? How do you not think about the carrot cake? Like this carrot cake's really good and it's huge. And, you know, props to Bradley for eating it in the middle of the night. That's a baller move. But like the next day, how do you forget that? How do you be like, yeah, I just, you know, the next day I didn't, I didn't eat it. And we just kind of left. That seems like a crime, a crime against humanity. And it's really disappointing because again, Lindsay had one job. I asked her off mic, Hey, you're going to Madonna Inn. please eat the cake because I love the cake there. And I want to hear your thoughts on it. On the podcast. And she's like, oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. And what does she do? She fucking doesn't eat the cake. Oh, here she is. And so to sum up, I love Lindsay. Everything she does is wonderful. I can hear you. Oh, hi. Hi. Now, hang on a second. Did you – do you have – a bottle of hot sauce with you? Yeah, because I don't trust this is going to be good. <laughs> All right, well then, with that hot take, why don't you go first? All right. As I said, it took a lot of digging to find a place. Yeah. And this place had really good reviews. So I drove all the way to Koreatown. Damn, girl. There was nothing near us at all. Yeah, yeah. Freetown's great. There's a lot of good stuff there. So I went to this place called Neri's, and I got like a sweet and sour kind of garlic shrimp thing. I got these chicken empanadas. Huh. And lumpia. Wow. Okay. Now I tried the garlic shrimp last night and it was it was good. It was really okay. good. It was really hard to eat, but it was yummy. And it Why came was it with, hard to eat. It had like the head and the whole it was like peeling oh, and peeling it eat. was it was yeah. really messy. A lot of sweat equity. Yes. Now my food looks so sad. <laughs> okay. 
And I should have known by the price, it was very cheap. Yeah, Filipino choose, Filipino food typically is a good deal. Like this empanada was $4 for mm -hmm. like three pieces or something. So I'm going to eat this chicken empanada first. Okay. It looks like it has raisins, peas, potato, and then like ground chicken in it. Now, that sounds good to me. You're okay. I'm good with the raisins in there. Are you? I'm okay with the raisins in here because I, I have a friend that makes, um, what do they call it? Tamales with raisins oh, in them okay. and they're delicious. Okay. This just looks like it's going to be really bland. Okay. So let me try it. Give it a shot. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. The bread is really sweet. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I wouldn't expect, well, I guess in Filipino flavors where it is sweet, that would be a thing. That seems like, it's good. It's okay. I mean, it's not, it's just okay. Is it better than what you were thinking? No, I kind of was like on the money. Okay. I didn't know, I didn't know empanadas were a thing in Filipino food, unless it's a, as we've mentioned before, is it a mashup at this place? It might be a mashup at this place. Yeah. Now, the lumpia is so sad looking. When I oh, opened no. the box, look at this. <laughs> it looks like a Lego. It looks like a Lego. It's the saddest thing I've it's ever seen tiny. in my life. It's tiny. And the, the sauce, look at the sweet and sour sauce. It just is going to be like a it's bowl viscous. of sugar. Like, yeah. you know, the lumpia we had at that uh, food festival it was like the sauce was like so vinegary and yes. like. It was sweet and vinegary. At the it same was time. so it was good. This looks like it's going to be like sugar. So let's yeah. try it. All right. And these are pork. Okay. Good crunch. <laughs> I mean, look how much I, meat is in that. Here's and the there's thing. like nothing in it. It looks just like all shell. It's all shell. It's the yeah. tiniest little bit of meat. When I looked at it on the way home, I'm like, oh, well, that's why it was so cheap. Like, yeah. it's kind of sad, but the shrimp was really good. Okay. But these, I'm going to have to redeem myself. Yeah. What did Bradley eat? Did he eat the shrimp? He too? had the shrimp. And, and it was good. You know, it came with regular rice. I wish I saw that garlic rice. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Always, always get the garlic rice. It's just, That's a good call. I didn't see it, but it sounds so good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not impressed. All right. All right, so I went this afternoon. I'm wondering if you've ever been here. Hmm. Have you ever been to the Eagle Rock Mall? No, but I saw that on the list that there's one yes. there. Eagle Rock. It's funny that the Eagle Rock Mall, uh, which has seen better days, um, has it has it has a huge Filipino uh, neighborhood and has a lot of Filipino food in their food court. So there is a, a Jollibee there. There's a Jollibee there. Weird. And, and that's where Anne went. Anne went and got her lunch at Jollibee. Uh, she got a piece of fried chicken and, uh, and, and the spaghetti. And uh, again, fried chicken gives me a tummy ache. So I went to their grocery store called Seafood City Supermarket, which is a big seafood Filipino uh, grocery store. And I got a grab and go. Okay, what you got? A, I got a grab-and-go bento box. Wow. But it's Filipino food. That looks good. So I'm pretty happy about this because, look, it's a grab-and-go. And I like grab-and-goes for, like, lunch in the sense that you're like, okay, I'm going to get this because there's some veg. It's a little interesting. Right. And it's it was $8 and there's a ton of food. Wow, so, that's great. So this has – this is uh, – Barbecued Filipino barbecue chicken uh, over white rice. It has the pancit noodle as well. So that's the pancit noodle. Mm. It has a little side of like, I think these are pickled vegetables. Um, that's Japanese yam, red bell pepper, green bell pepper, uh, and squash. So it's just a little- That sounds good. Yeah. And then um, as a little side, it has, what are they calling this? They're calling this um, fish fritters. I got some fish fritters. 
So it's just ground fish oh. shaped in fritter form. That looks good. All right. Do they so tell you how to heat it or? No, you just eat it like however. Okay. I mean, it's all, you know, it's bento style, so it's all compartmentalized. I'm just going to, it's, you know, the main component here is the barbecued chicken with the rice. I'm just going to eat that now. And that's good. It's, it's good? Yeah. Like the Filipino barbecue style is, it's a little sweeter, but at the same time, it's smokier. Right. So I like that. I like that a lot. Um, pancit noodles. Oh, you know what? These are pancit noodles with a little bit of cabbage. And that's a little pork butt mm. right there. So we'll try that. And that's, that's okay. There should be a little more vinegary, I would like, mm. or something. Yeah, I like those noodles to have a little bit of a vinegar kick. Yeah. By the way, glass noodles are wonderful. Yeah, I love glass glass noodles. noodles. Mm -hmm. Jinx, owe me a Coke. All right. Now I'm going to try these. uh, I'm going to try these pickled vegetables. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Sweet or spicy? Pickly and gingery. Ooh. Interesting. Didn't think that was going to be a thing. Gingery. There was some ginger going on in there. Wow. It's like pickled and it's good, but I'm not a huge ginger fan. So that that was a little, that was a shock. Yeah. All right. And finally, I'm going to eat this fish fritter, which they just say is uh, ground up fish fried. But it's a little soft. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what? It's fine. It's one of those things where you're like, I don't really taste anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste like fish. I think once you fry something too, if it has enough fry on it, you can't really tell what it is. Yeah. I mean, if someone told me that that was tofu, I would have been like, oh, okay. I believe you. Yeah. Or if they said it was crab. So I do like the chicken. And okay. The pickled uh, vegetables are kind of a surprise. You know what? It's one of those things where you go, this this isn't bad. It's fine. Like one of those, mm. oh, shit, I got to get lunch. Do you think that maybe you should have gone to the, what's it called? Jollib- Jollibee? Jollibee? Well, we did go there because Anne was in line. And that place was fucking packed. Really? Uh, I mean, like there was a wait. People waiting to get in line. People waiting to get the food. So it's really, really popular. And I wasn't going to get it because I'm not going to get that spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, I've heard the fried chicken is really good. But again. Makes you, makes you tummy ache. Tummy ache. I can't do it. And then there was like, there's kind of like beefsteak burgers. That's what they said. There's mm. like burgers there, which I was like, no, that's okay. Um, so I'm glad I got this because I do like the chicken and the rice. But it is one of those things where like, if you're like, oh, God, I got to get back to the office. I got to grab something. Oh, here's this grab and go right. thing. And you bring it to the office and you go, that's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's I like have a, one, oh, go ahead. It's like a sad work lunch. It's a sad work lunch that you kind of forget about. So it's not haunting you for the rest of the day. Right, right. It's just good enough. I have one more thing that Ann got. Yeah. And it's very pretty. Because she went to the market and I was like, oh, my God, I have to get these. It's an ube macaroon or macaron. Ooh, so can you see the color? Yeah. That? It's very deep purple because that's the color of ube. Yeah. All right. So this is an ube macaron. Now, now that's a macaroon. It. You're right. Macaroon. Sorry. That's a macaroon. It's a macaroon. You're right. It's yeah. a macaroon. Not a macaron. It's a macaroon. Um, all right. Here we go. Oh, fuck yeah. Is that good? It tastes like a coconut macaroon. Yeah. There's a place um, in like Echo Park slash Silver Lake, like right where they kind of meet, that has all sort of sorts of ube puddings and desserts and really good yummy custards and stuff. Oh, wow. I have to find that because I forget the name of it. It's so good. 
It's on this, sunset. This is this is really good. <clears throat> it just tastes like a coconut macaroon. I'm so emotional. <laughs> uh, it tastes like a coconut macaroon. And I think I think if I'm remembering and had a bite and she was like, there's not enough ube in it. Mm. But since you brought that up, let me pitch you something. Mm. On air. What if we did an Asian dessert episode and I took you to all the Asian dessert episodes? Yeah, I'd Asian be down. We go to? Yeah, I'd all be right. down to do that. Wow. Is that a Kelly one too? Sure. Wow. Look at that. On live air, we said it and it's happening. All right, now it's time for What You Eating. What You Eating. We're going to close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation. Anything you are currently obsessing over or can recommend based on today's theme. Um... I'm just going to reiterate that if you are new to Filipino cuisine, first of all, try Filipino cuisine. It's Try it once. If you like it, boom, go again. But if you're a little like, ah, I don't know, I don't really what they have, I think a Filipino fusion thing, particularly a burrito, is like your safe bet. Mm-hmm. Get like a pork tacchino burrito or a chicken adobo burrito, and it won't seem as weird to you. And it won't seem like, wait, what is this Filipino food? Because it's just a burrito with Filipino flavors. And it's a really good, it's a good stepping stone, dare I say, gateway drug to Filipino food. Nice. I think that's- Filipino-inspired burrito. I'm going to recommend, if you live in LA, um, a restaurant called Spoon and Pork. Have you been there? What the hell is Spoon and Pork? It's a modern Filipino, like, comfort food restaurant. It's in Silver Lake. It's been around for a couple of years. Um, I went there before COVID, so it's been Mm. around for three, four years maybe. And it's a modern spin on Filipino food. Um, And it's really, really yummy. And there's a lot of really fun, like go with a couple of people and order a bunch of different things. Um, It's really, really good. I love that name, Spoon and Pork. That's mm-hmm. great. It's really because good. We didn't mention it, but a lot of uh, Filipino cuisine is used just eating a spoon and a fork. Um, that's a great, great name. I love Yeah. That. Spoon and pork. Check spoon it pork. out. All right. Before we end the show, I just want to do a, a little teaser hmm. for next week's very special episode that we literally figured out right before we recorded this. Uh, Lindsay and I are going to do a three-day vegetable cleanse. It's a. It's not even a vegetable cleanse. It's a raw. That's right. It's a raw food cleanse, which means we can't cook anything. Yes, for three days. So it's going to be raw fruits, vegetables. Yep. And that's it. We can have green juices. We can yes. have smoothies, but everything has to be raw. Nothing can be cooked. Yes. So we're going to do that just for the hell of it. Just to see what it's like. I've never done any of these things before. Have you? No, not for this long. I mean, no, I haven't. Okay. How much do you think Bradley will hate you in these three days? He's going to hate me, but also like it's going to be really hard. I also think he's working Monday and Tuesday, so it might not affect him that much because oh. we're going to do Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um. It's going to be really annoying. (laughs) I'm scared and excited at the same time. I guarantee my family's going to be like, you suck. Yeah. I I told Kirk that one of my friends does this sometimes and she uh, pickles a lot of her vegetables to like just add a little more variety. Um, So we might want to do that to prep. Yeah. hundred percent. We're going to do that. Um, So, we're going to be cranky. We're going to be uh, cleansed, I guess. But that will be our next episode. Uh, I will try to avoid Lindsay in those three days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was that a yeah, please do? Yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be hard, you know, especially we work out. We're going to need yeah. to be eating a lot of calories and yeah. getting getting protein somehow. So I sent you a little list and I'm going to look at that, too, and see yeah. if I can kind of mentally prep yes like what to eat yes um and then mentally prep your your reward 
Yeah, like what's the lunch going to be? What's the lunch that we're going to share? What's the lunch that we're going to share going to be, you know? Yeah. Please come correct and don't bring some like bullshit. Don't bring Well, I'm not eating bad right now, so it's not going to be something fun. Well, that's fine. I mean, I'm not getting burgers and fries, but don't bring a salad. Lindsay, I love you. That's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends, and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Yummy page on Facebook as well as Yummy on Instagram. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how wrong we are, send us an email at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air or you can help Lindsay at Lindsay Gentile on Instagram thanks for listening bye bye